Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? This your boy Johnny Vegas, host of Sleepers for Billionaires, the podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right away from your phone or your computer. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google podcasts and many more you can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership download the anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started I want to be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep, till I see a milli every week I want to be a billionaire, I ain't getting no sleep, till I see a billy every week I want to be a billionaire, billionaire, I want to be a billionaire Ladies and gentlemen, how you doing? Welcome to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast I am your host, Johnny Vegas Now today, I got a quadruple threat before my eyes, we got the writer, the comedian, the host, the actress, ladies and gentlemen, Callie Scott. Thank How you. you that was dope. I feel like I'll give myself around the Hey, pat yourself <laughs> on the back, man. You, you worked hard to get where you at, man. Congrats on everything. Thank you so much. So, yeah. So, pretty much, thank you for coming to the platform. You know, to, today, you're definitely contributing to my dream. And I just want to say thank you for that. Of you course. Thank you for having me. No doubt, man. So the concept behind this show is uh, getting insider information for those looking to be in your position. So you as a, you know, multi-powerhouse, you know what I'm saying? I want to know, you know, the entrepreneurial mindset that you have to have to obtain these titles and how to maintain. But let's start from the beginning. Where are you from? I'm actually from Southern California, mm-hmm. but I'm not from like LA, LA. I'm from the suburbs. I'm from Corona. That's good. You better rep those suburbs. Yeah, I do. I love <laughs> Corona. Corona is the it's the bomb. Like yeah. of the suburbs, it's it's the best suburbs you can be from. Okay, okay. <laughs> that's what's up. Okay, so did you always have a love for entertainment, even as a child? Like, I did. I remember growing up and watching like the Cosby Show and watching like kids on like you know Family Matters and stuff like that, and thinking like that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Like you know that they live like a regular life and they get to do like TV stuff. I thought that was dope, but. I didn't think I was like gonna do it. I just yeah. thought like it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I and it took me like some time to even really like. I did sports like at first. I like I did sports. What kind of sport? I did softball. Okay. I tried like basketball, soccer. Soccer is the worst. Yeah, but it's good on the legs though. That's and probably why. Cardio. I like <laughs> Get that cardio popping. Well, I like softball. You stand still a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, but I did sports for a long time. And then um, when I was in high school, I tried drama. Loved it. Okay. Yeah. And then I had, uh, I got pregnant at 17. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had my daughter at 18. And I was like, yo, I got to make money. Oh, thank yeah. you. That's what's up. Thank you so much. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's, she's really cool. Um, But yeah, like, I don't know. Being a young parent, I thought, like, I got to make money, like, now. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I tried, like, everything. I went to school for, like culinary i went to school to like do hair like i wanted to be a coach at some point and i was just trying to do anything to like hurry up and put money in my pockets mm. um but you'd be sad when you're trying to do something that you don't love when you're just doing some stuff for the money like i mean if you're a creative person 
it just like crushes your soul. Yeah, absolutely. You feel like you're sacrificing your happiness. Definitely. You know, just to get a check. But at the same time, your situation's a bit different. I mean, you 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 stepped into motherhood, you know, at 17, 18, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, you kinda had to figure it out at an early age, whereas, you know, some people, you know, are still growing up at that age. You know, I, I, I'm curious, you know, how did your, you know, parents take the news? That uh, I was pregnant. Oh, um, uh, my mom was surprisingly super supportive. Okay. Like, I, she was way more with it than I was. I was like, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my dad, I, he, it was rough. It was really rough. But they are obsessed with my daughter. That's cool. Uh, like, they don't even like me that much. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter took all the shine. She now. did, she did, which is good. They they love my daughter. Mm. She's um she's amazing. I I have the best child for what I do. Mm. I couldn't have asked for a more understanding kid. Like yeah. she is one of those people who's like you know believe in she believes in my dreams and goals. And so when I tell her like yo I'm gonna be gone because I have to go and work really hard, but I'm doing this so that. We could be on a yacht. Yeah, like, yeah. You know, she like, she's like, yeah, cool. So when she see me sleeping, she's like, um, don't you have a show today? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's cool. She's dope. She's like my partner in crime. Are your are your parents supportive of your dream? They are. Okay. I didn't think they were gonna be. Mm. Um, I actually didn't tell them that I wanted to be acting or anything like that. Um, the first time I really told them that I wanted to pursue it. Uh, I got started doing acting through church. Okay. The church, yeah. Um, somebody at church was just like, hey, we need people to do plays. Do you act? And I was like, yeah. Mm. Um, and from there, I was in like every single play for like the next two years. Mm. And my dad saw me in the first play and he was like, I can see you doing like a Tyler Perry play or like I could see you like doing a movie and stuff like that. And it was the first time he really like gave you me like a, yeah, like he gave me like a compliment mm. that made me feel like like validated you know yeah, what i mean yeah, yeah. like and that's like I, I feel like that's what set up like the seed like go back to what you love to do you know right like and it, it it started everything getting that validation like it wasn't like he said like yeah go chase it you know yeah. he was just like man like i can see you really doing it made me like okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna try but i was still trying super small Nah, that's what's up man did you ever share that conversation with him like you know you, your validation, you know, gave me the motivation I needed. No. Nah. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I should probably... Because um, it sounded like it did, you know, as well as, with, you know, you having this child at an early age kind of gave you the motivation you need at the time that you needed it. Because who knows, if you didn't have a kid, you probably would have still kind of... Not saying you were taking life as a joke, but sometimes, you know, children at that age, they're still just growing up, still figuring it out. But now it's like, it ain't no choice for you at that moment. Yeah. You gotta, like, you gotta make it work. Yeah, I, I definitely wasn't, like, motivated to mm. do anything at that age. I didn't know if I wanted to go. Before I had my daughter, I didn't know if I wanted to go to college. I didn't know where I wanted to go. My parents were trying to get me to look at schools, and I just wasn't very interested in any of it. Like, mm. I wasn't interested in really pursuing acting. Like, I know I liked it, but I just, I don't know. I didn't really want to do nothing. I was just floating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're right. Like, having my daughter, it really did put some fire under me to figure out something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you can't do nothing. Right. So how? So tell me about you know your your experience with the the social media grind. You know, because I see you out there. You know, filming a lot of stuff. Um, you know, a lot of skits with the homie cast. I see you out there. And um, yeah, man. So how's that grind been for you? You know, and how do you plan to like monetize that? Well, 
Social media, um, it's a great tool. It's it's dangerous if you don't know what you're doing, mm. but it's it's dope. Um, I really have been able to collaborate with like really really big content creators who are you know going beyond just YouTube and they're really like getting into like creating like you know TV shows and movies and things like that and being able to be around people who um, are great with like helping me develop and grow and and you know don't mind like taking like a minute to like help me figure out what I'm supposed to be doing but as long as I'll say they'll help you as long as you're doing what you're doing. Like, right, they part. yeah, they we we're not gonna stop and take time with people not doing nothing. Right, like not. everybody's busy. This grind is uh you're your own boss, and so if you don't mm. eat that week, it's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> like, but it's it's dope. You get to be around people who are really inspirational, really inspired, and really like you know motivated and and that keeps you motivated when you see somebody else and you know y'all like the same age and y'all you know got the same resources at your fingertips you you know that you can do it mm. it helps to reassure you that you know you're doing the right thing social media is crazy i'm telling you it's crazy yeah so i mean but you know i mean i, I say if you're i'm not motivated but i guess heading in a clear direction, clear path, and you know, like how you want to present yourself on social media, you stay within those guidelines and you'll be all right. You'll kind of weed out anything that that will distract you or, you know, become a roadblock for you. It wouldn't even be a, a, a factor because you're so driven and directed in one direction. I mean, it's easy to get caught up because there's always events, there's always parties, there's always, you know, networking events. And sometimes... Things that you that other people call networking really aren't networking. Like what? It's just partying. Like, mm. you know, there's stuff that you should be doing. Like if there's like a, a viewing party, you should go to that. Mm. If, if you're a writer, if you're a performer, you want to be in a room where the writers and performers are. Mm. But, you know, if somebody's just hosting a day party, that's not you don't need to go. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes people feel like, oh, I want to go because I want to be seen. Well, you could be writing. You could be filming. Yeah. You could be editing. You have other stuff that you can be doing. Now, I know y'all might have seen me at a couple of day parties. Mm-hmm. But I know the people that were still on the party. So, technically, I was really working. Right. And also, you need a day off. <laughs> I mean, I get that. But there's some situations that I attend where it's like, I know the way I am. I'm coming to network even if it's not a networking event. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to meet somebody. I'm going to link up with somebody. You know what I'm saying? So, I take advantage of those. But I'm not at those events all the time, you right. know what I'm saying? Because it may lead to other things, you know? Right. And plus, I'm in a relationship, so I kind of like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. you in Hollywood, okay? I mean, shit, yeah. Well, I came I came to Hollywood in a relationship. I didn't find one in Hollywood. And y'all still make... That's dope. I mean, we got no choice. You know, this is what it is. That's you know amazing. I mean? Not... Why, you find it difficult to date in Hollywood? Who? what? Uh, I am alone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, you got you got your life, you got your kid, you got family, you know what I'm saying? You, trust me, man, but you you need to count the blessings, not the problems. Yeah, no, I'm I'm honestly I'm at a place where I'm like now starting to accept being single. It works for me right now. Mm. You know, I don't want to ask anybody to accept five percent of my attention. Cause that's really all I got for you. And it's really not even a whole five percent. Mm. Like I got a lot of stuff to do. So, you know, me and you dating, that's cool. But I'm going to have to edit this video while we're on a date. Yeah. Or, like, you know, I'm thinking of, like, concepts for, like, my stand-up while we're talking. Like, I'm, I'm constantly in work mode. 
So why uh, why do you think uh, there's that stigma about like dating in Hollywood is like impossible? Why do you think that is? I think it it's because Hollywood is seen as like the place of glitz and glam and opportunity. And if you are around somebody whose heart isn't solid, they're always looking for another opportunity. And sometimes people try to find opportunities within relationships. And, you know, oh, well, if you date this director, then you can be in these movies. Or, you know, if you date this girl, she can help getting you into casting. And, you mm. know, sometimes dating in Hollywood is more of a work relationship than mm. it is like an actual real relationship. And your relationship is going to be tested every day. Mm. It's fine people walking around all the time. All the time. <laughs> with loose morals. With mm. loose, terrible morals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to to really you got to have a great understanding partner who's gonna really do the work so that i'm man i'm proud of you thank you i mean you know it's well we're, we're kind of like opposites so to speak because she's not in entertainment you know what i'm saying me i'm in entertainment you know and um shit all i could do is you know keep my keep my word you know to her you know what i'm saying and stay stay humble stay faithful and that's it you know that's the goal well, I mean, that's, that's, it's and Plus, it's like, you know, for what, how can I say this? Like, I'm a different kind of breed. I ain't from Hollywood, you know, so I'm originally from New York, from the East Coast, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I just got different, like, standards and values and morals. When it comes to just people, like, if you my homie, like, I'm, I'm loyal to you, you know what I'm saying? To the end, you know, so in a relationship, it's the same deal. Like, you, you like, we got a bond, so that's what it is. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. And that's it, you know what I'm saying? So ain't nothing. I can't, I can't fuck that up. And plus, you know, it's like the every the history we got is like to fuck that up over some pussy. It's not gonna happen. I you know, I'd rather beat my dick. <laughs> that is amazing. You you could you make make a group of friends? <laughs> if you could just have a solid group of friends with the same moral compass, mm-hmm. that would be great. <laughs> yeah. It was out here be like, well, you know. It was just physical cheating. It wasn't emotional. I ain't even care about her like that. So it don't even count, Shorty, why you tripping? That's not like Tyrese and Baby Boy. <laughs> that, I fuck other women, but I love you. I don't know, so but I just LA. do. It's so LA. It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I get it. I get it. Well, you know, there's somebody there for everybody, man. You'll figure it out. Maybe it ain't the time for you, man. Maybe it sounds like, you know, you need to, you know, really master your craft and get to that point where you got that Netflix special and then you worry about all that extra shit. You sound like my mama. I'm saying, yeah, man, listen, it's the truth, B. You know, that's the truth. Because at the end of the day, it's like, like you said, you get a relationship, you're giving him 5%. Well, you think his 95% that, that he got going to go. You know, exactly. to somebody else who's giving him a honey. That's, that's true. You know, but you'll be alright. So let's talk about stand-up comedy. You know, tell me about you know when you felt like who who are some of your influences when it comes to comedy. Honestly, stand-up has been crazy because I got into stand-up from doing comedy sketches. Mm. I was doing sketches with so many comedians, and they were telling me like, "Yo, you're funny. Like, you're naturally funny. Like, you should try it." I'm like, "Nah." Shut up. It's not like you're trying to set me up. Mm. But like when I tried it, I was like, man, I really do enjoy it. And so I kind of learned comedy in reverse. I did it first and then I took the time to learn it. And so like a lot of my influences are the people that I've been around. Mm. A lot of people like Takara Williams, uh, Clayton Thomas, Ah, um, Tony Baker. Like a lot of people who are like still in LA doing comedy here um, are like 
integral to how I think about comedy. But then, you know, there's always like people like Jim Carrey on TV, who I think is like one of the most phenomenal creative minds, period. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's, it's just like a mixture of growing up and seeing like TV, TV, and then like thinking like those people are hella, hella funny. But then also seeing stand-up comedians out here and being able to like learn firsthand from like standing in the comedy clubs. Mm -hmm. Like that's been a crazy experience. And I've had to do my research and learn like, you know, about like, you know, the OGs of the game. Mm -hmm. But like really when it comes down to it, like being on the ground Mm -hmm. and being around like real comedians Mm -hmm. has been insane. Who are some of the, the, the OGs in comedy that you look up to? Top five. Oh, man, a whole five? Just uh, a whole five. I don't even think I'm... Okay. OGs. I think Patrice O'Neal, uh, which is... If you haven't heard about him, you need to go and look him up. Mm-hmm. One of the most phenomenal uh, to do it. Um, I think... Uh, I mean, Dave Chappelle is really popular right now, and I, you can't beat that the man is hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um Top five, man. I'm gonna look. I mean, if you really want to top three, you can get a top three. Stand up me, y'all gonna look at me all funny because I don't even have a top five. Like, I just appreciate the art of comedy. That's cool. I got a top five. You do? Yeah, Dave Chappelle, um, Eddie Murphy, um, Jamie Foxx. Are we saying off of stand up or comedian? No, no, stand up. You never seen Jamie Foxx? I've seen it. Okay, so yeah, he's one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. I um, I would have this. I like Bill Burr. Bill Burr is funny, and uh, my my fifth, I would have to say, like my mind is telling me to say Richard Pryor, but I don't want to say it because it's like I wasn't a big big fan, but he was really funny. I like Paul Mooney. I do. I very much do. That's that's a really great one to have me talk Yeah. About. And plus, he used to write for Richard Pryor and Murphy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can write for two bad motherfuckers. You a bad motherfucker. I mean, the and the, the way that he delivers his comedy is insane. Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to have a personality that's so just like, matter of fact, I'm like, none of y'all niggas. But yeah. listen, it's <laughs> insane. Like, that's so cool mm-hmm. to have people receptive to it. That's dope. But that's a good that's a good top five. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if I would have Jamie Foxx in my top five as a stand up artist. I know as a comedian, I think he's phenomenal. Well, I know he's been out the stand up world for a minute, but when I go back to that, I might need security. There's not a lot of other stand up com- comedians or just comedy specials that can stand uh, head to head with that one. Okay, well I gotta do my research. I need to you see never it. Seen that? I need to see it recently. You know what I mean? Oh, you just see it again now. As a again. as a comedian, I need to see it now. Yeah, you gotta watch that again. That, okay. that joint is hilarious. I can watch that all the time. Now, Kevin Hart didn't make your top five. <sighs> Kevin Hart, I like Kevin Hart, but he, he how can I say? I don't know, oh, man. I do like Kevin Hart. I do like Kevin Hart. It's just we were talking about OGs for one. Okay. And number two. I mean, you know, Kevin, Kevin Hart is funny. He's like got that silly humor, you know, which is cool. It's not for everybody, but I don't know. I like, I mean, I don't know. You know, like I said, he's in my top 10. Okay. He's in my top 10, not top top five. All no right. disrespect to Kevin, you know what I'm saying? Salute to, I wish you much success and a speedy recovery. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just my personal opinion. But he is talented. Love to work with him. Need you in that seat one day, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but now that's what it is. Okay. 
So, uh, so I mean, tell me about some acting roles. I mean, have you had any acting success here, or are you just focused strictly on comedy? Let me tell you how my daughter, my daughter humbled me. I thought I was doing a little something. I did background for a year, mm. and uh, I've been in like a couple movies, done a couple TV shows, um, but I didn't do any speaking roles. And so I would be like, come home all excited, like yo, like you know, this air, like I'm in this. Mm. And my daughter was like, "Do you talk in this?" <laughs> None of your friends' mamas are on anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, she did not care at all. Super humble. So, I really made the decision that, like, you know, I felt like my talent wasn't being used to the best of mm-hmm. its abilities. So, I stepped down from doing that. And um, I'm looking to audition for things like that now. I've just been so caught up in, like, writing and, and producing and, like, pushing out my own content that I really haven't had a chance to really focus on auditioning. Like, I can't wait to do some auditioning because I've done theater for like 10 years. So right now, it's just comedy for you with skits and, and stand-up. It's skits and stand-up, skits and stand-up. And hosting, hosting has been a lot too. So, yeah, yeah I've been... Now, do you host for real? Because like nowadays, like this new generation, they just say like when it comes to hosting, you know, you, they just in there. Like they ain't on the mic. They just got the, they in there for their little bottle and they bring the section and they just chilling and beyond the velvet rope they ain't really interacting with the crowd like back in the day i sound like an old head like back in my day but you know what i'm saying like i remember when the host used to come through the host used to get on the mic be like yo we are we turned up you know what i'm saying we we in, in the act like we all in the same room not just in the corner looking cool yeah no i you know what i think that that style of hosting came from the social media generation because if you got two hundred and fifty thousand followers then I know you can bring people out. And so I'm going to just slap your face on the flyer. It's, call it it's a great marketing strategy, um, but it does take away from the title of host. I'm like an OG host. Like, I'm on the mic all night. I need a, a, a schedule of what you got going on. Who, who needs to be introduced? Introduce me to whoever is going to be, you know, doing whatever at the event. My first um, hosting gig was my mom's 50th birthday celebration. Hey. Uh, first of all, my family is super talented. So everybody was upset that nobody else could host. Like, yeah. I, you ever had to tell your uncle, like, no, I'm doing this? Like, that was, like, the first mm. time I realized, like, I must really love this. Right. Like, I must really, really love entertaining because I just told my uncle, no. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. I almost got cussed out. <laughs> like, Ooh, chill, unk. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he offered guidance, so it was all good. <laughs> but, um, yeah, when I host, I'm like, yo, I want to MC. Like, I want to be with the DJ, I want to, you know, talk to the crowd, like, if y'all got games, if you got, you know, any special artists coming out, I want to, you know, shout out your people that are here, talk to the people about bottle specials, whatever you got going on, I want to be working. Mm. I mean, I'll take the check for just showing up. I will. Yeah. But I, I, the way that I, I love to be around people that came out for you, came out for me, you're going to get some of me in this event. Like, yeah. I can't just sit back here and just be acting all Hollywood behind this rope. Exactly. Really, like honestly, I'm not really like a VIP kind of person. Like I'll do it, say what's up, hey everybody. But mm. then I want to meet with the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, I, 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 I got host hosts. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's the five year goal for you? Five year goal for me. Personal and professional. I don't really personal. I just want to be a better person. Okay, like I want to be able to manage my time a little bit better and get some rest and spend time with my family and love on them. And really it, it coincides with my 
my professional goals. Because my professional goals is just really that I want to be on like an autopilot so that I can start creating and really just living in that space. I want a team so that I can more efficiently and effectively get, you know, my goals and, and things done. Like I want to be, de I'm definitely, I'm writing right now like crazy. So I want to have, you know, contracts in order. I want to be in production for at least a couple of projects at the same time because I believe in efficiency. Mm. <laughs> like, right. um, I really would just love to like have all of the things that I don't have yet in order. I want it to be more professional. I want a company. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want my brand to be like so official that like to get me on the phone, you might have to call two or three people because it's a chain now. Right, right. Like, you, you know what I mean? I want my mama to yell at me because she's like, why did I have to call two assistants? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want that. <laughs> like, yeah. I want that problem. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I really, I really do. I, I, I want to have like, you know, my own space for creators to create. I want to have my own show. I definitely want to have like my own like variety show. Mm -hmm. um, and I want to just be able to like exercise like my drama muscle, my comedy muscle. And I want to, more than anything, be able to take vacation time and not feel guilty about it. Mm. When you can take a day off and it's not like racing through your mind, all the stuff that you haven't gotten done, and you don't have the anxiety of like, if I don't do it, it's never going to get taken care of. Having like a solid team, yeah. I feel like that's going to change my life. When mm. I get the right team around me, because I'm such a solo, like I'm, I'm a beast. Like yeah. I take care of everything by myself because... I know I'm gonna get it done. Mm. I've given stuff to people and like trusted that I was gonna get done and it did it. Yeah. <laughs> like I can't wait till I have like a real solid team. Bless <coughs> Excuse you. me, thank you. Yeah, like mm. and I wanna have my own nonprofit. I do. I really like I've been thinking, you know, like you don't really need the money first, you know what I mean? Mm. But the way I wanna do it, I want the money first. What do you wanna do with the nonprofit? Like? I wanna be able to like take care of young women. And, uh, like, especially, like, women with families that are, like, impoverished. I want to be able to help single moms. Like, you know, I've, I've done a couple of skid row things where, you know, we've gone out and handed out stuff. But they just don't feel like doing enough to just hand somebody something for once. I want to be able to, like, really help people get back on their feet and get to a place where they can take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. um, that, to me, is, like, the ultimate goal. You're doing all of this stuff. You know, if you can't reach back and touch somebody and really help, then... I feel like you just selfish. You ain't doing it for the right reasons, you know? Right. I really want to be able to, like, be a part of the community. Like, help out. Mm. Awesome. Like, no Hollywood stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I know when you do events, like, people want to have their face on the flyer and they want to be in the video. Mm -hmm. And, oh, we're helping feed the homeless. Like, that's cool. Like, I ain't going to say that's not because it gets more people involved. But, you know, it's some days where you don't, you don't have to post it. You mm. know what I mean? Like, it's some days where you just go and take care of business. And those are the days that I'm really looking forward to. I like having an organization that is really taking care of the people. Mm -hmm. That would be dope. Yeah, that is pretty dope, man. I wish you much success with that. Thank you. Okay, okay. Tell me, do you, um, would you like, would you want, well, f let me just say this first. Um, would you want your daughter to be in comedy? And if so, would you support it? I don't know if comedy is where I would want my daughter to be at. Why not? It for a young woman, I know it sounds crazy. It's like it's not it's 2019, like you know, you don't expect it to be like that, but comedy for a woman, it's difficult, you know? Um we're still breaking a lot of barriers down and we're still doing <laughs> excuse me. 
What do you think the most difficult part about being a female in comedy is? Dad, if you watch this, my bad. We have a vagina. Mm. And like, no matter what you say, a vagina is top on the list of priorities and needs in the world. Like, it's right up there with water. <laughs> like, um, and it can be distracting to uh, people, and you know, it it can be distracting to other women. It becomes like a you know, there's only, there's too many vaginas in this room kind of vibe. Um, and once we get past like that, it'll be a lot easier. A lot a lot of women out here are funny. They are hilarious. A lot of women are pouring out their hearts and souls into this grind. Mm -hmm. And, you know, really, like, there's, I know that there's a, a room down in San Diego that's all women. And it's, it's all women entertainers. And I just met the booker for that show. And she was saying, it's crazy how many men she has to turn down for the show. They just want the one thing that they can't have. Mm -hmm. Like... And it's it's insane because that's the only the only show I know that's just women, just all the time, just women. They have like an all ladies show out here, but sometimes they have male on it. But this is like a, a all exclusive women's situation, and it's so crazy how exclusive that is. Mm. And like men, y'all got everything. Yeah. Can we get one? <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. Like being a female in entertainment at, in period you know even when i was just acting it, it's a it's a hard road you know what i mean i would love for my daughter to model she's gorgeous i would love for her to model and i would be like her momager and support all that she want to act i support all that comedy is is hard because you the way comedy is set up right now you know, I spend a lot of time in comedy clubs until they close down. And when they close down, I spend a lot of time networking still. Mm. And it's just, you know, I'm, I'm so blessed to have uh, great comedians around me that make sure that, you know, they treat me like a little sister, like a little homie. And they make sure, you know, I get walked to the car safe. You know what I mean? They, like, text somebody when you make where you're supposed to be at. Don't be going to no little boy house. Go yeah. home. <laughs> like, yeah. So, like, I'm very fortunate to have that. But I know some girls don't have that. Right. You know what I mean? And, and until like it becomes a different kind of vibe if, if networking wasn't super as amazing and integral and important as it is right now like i don't know sis like comedy for my baby i don't think i would i would want that i i would support it though i would definitely support it that's what's up yeah that's what's up well i mean as long as you'll get the support from you on your and your mom and your skills you know, <laughs> i think i think she'll be all right you know, that's not, that's, I was just asking, I was just curious about that, you know, because it's like, you know, you're chasing this dream, you know, would you want that for your, your, um, your child, you know? I mean, that's the great thing about, like, now that I'm doing it, mm -hmm. it won't be the same for her, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it, it, there's no way, like, I'm working too hard, you know, she's gonna still have to work hard, if she wants comedy, she's still gonna have to work hard, but there's no way that, like, and I, I kind of think that's a problem with a lot of people is that when they come up, they want people to do exactly what they had to do and they want them to go through the exact same hardships. But the cool thing about like <laughs> knowledge is that you can give it away for free and it don't hurt you none. It don't take away how amazing and awesome you are. If you give somebody the game, it ain't going to take no money out your pockets. Like, and that's really how I feel about like even like helping other content creators like it's not gonna hurt me to help you like i want you to win too i don't want somebody gonna win 
somebody gonna win. I don't want no stranger. I don't know to win. I'd rather you win. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So like, I, I already like have it in my heart that you know my family members, my friends, my whoever it is, if we know each other personally, you don't have to bang me twice. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to help you as long as you're showing me that you want to work. I'm going to take the time out to make sure that you got it. Like, it's 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 insane. Not to, right? Man, right no, I, I agree. You know, I'm, I'm all for helping people. You know, uh, you know, where I'm from, it was like a lot of people didn't want to help people because it's like a crab in a bucket mentality, you know. But here, it's like, I was surprised on even like, you know, A-list celebrities was willing to lend that hand, you know, where I was assuming it wasn't going to be like that because they were, you know, on their on shit. But nah, not at all. Everybody was willing to help, you know what I'm saying, and get involved. So I was just like, oh, okay, well, maybe this is where I need to be. Not everybody wants to help. You have a really good personality. Mm, I you, try. You really come at situations in a different way mm-hmm. and I, I mean that's super appreciated i know when i met you i just mm-hmm. like started being like oh yeah man your podcast is so dope like yeah we should do this <laughs> like that's so crazy but it's it's your energy mm-hmm. you attract something and and people want to be around people that are teachable mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah. like if if i got some game to give to you i can only give it to you if you're going to be receptive and you have a very receptive personality mm-hmm. and you work hard you can tell mm-hmm. that you work hard yeah. so man you keep that that's what's pushing you into the right positions to meet dope ass people and yeah. getting you working, man. <laughs> so thank you for that, man. I try, man. All I can do is be me and head in the direction where I'm destined to be at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, nah, but I wish you much success, man. I hope everything you're doing. I know everything you're doing is gonna be successful because it's like you got that energy and you want it bad enough. You know what I'm saying? You surrounding yourself around the right people and the method you're utilizing with stand up and skits. I mean, that's right now, that's how the comedians are winning, you know, and you're doing both, you know, so it's like just keep blitzing the market that way, and I'm sure God will see you the rest of the way, you know what I'm saying? But where can the people follow you and book you and see all your talented skits and work? Well, I'm on everything. (laughs) I'm under everything at Callie Scott. It's K-A-L-I. If you search Instagram and you just put K, if you put Callie Scott, and you do the little space, you know what I'm saying? Like, you looking for a name, that's going to be me. YouTube, same thing. Facebook, same thing. Um, Twitter, same thing. <laughs> um, uh, if you want to book me, it's official. Callie Scott at gmail.com. And you're going to be directly talking to me. So please, business only. <laughs> like, and we will work something out. <laughs> yeah, but if you go through me, you're paying that 10%. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Sleep is for Billionaires, the podcast. I am your host, Johnny Vegas, Callie Scott. Stay tuned for more episodes to come. Thank you for watching. And we.